Blog Talk Radio. I checked 
up against last year's bracket. It's it's not even close. I think there was really only four games in the first round last year that could have been even slightly considered upsets, and it sure wasn't of the magnitude uh, of this evening's games where we saw some uh, we saw some beatdowns tonight. <laughs> Well, you, you had North Carolina go down to Texas A&M, who looked like Texas A&M of beginning of the year quality after they put a 20-point beat down on West Virginia at the beginning of the year. Um, we saw Michigan State lose to Syracuse, who, by the way, that 2-3 zone, incredible against Michigan State. It, That's it gonna was make perfect, her, uh... That's going to make for some kind of uh, matchup them against Duke. I've never seen a two-three zone that effective. That zone stretched. Well, that zone covered the entire floor. There was no way you were going to get inside to do anything. You had to knock he, down open jump shots. And, and he was the first time a two-three zone had him. ever stopped open jump shots. And he outcoached him at the end of the game too. Oh, brilliant! Michigan, Michigan, Michigan totally blew that at the end, and he he they walked right into that. But uh, Bayham said he's like, "I'm going to foul." Bayham, yeah, and he uh, worked to perfection. But that's why I'm just you know I said I always said never never bet against Tom Izzo. Well, I didn't, and it busted me. uh, Um, So don't bet against Jim Bayham. This must be TR, I believe, is, is joining us. I think either that or we have a guest. I'm not sure. I don't recognize this number, but let's see. Go ahead, sir. Hello? Well, we got we got a dropped we got a dropped call. We got a hang up there. Well, interesting. Well, screw you too. I don't, I don't, I don't know off the top of my head. I don't know Tom's number to everybody's site. Say uh, six one zero area code. I know that. Okay, that wasn't him then. Oh, now okay. we're getting this same caller back again. Okay, try again. Let's try again. Yowza, yowza, yowza. Hey, yowza, yowza, yowza. That is my good man, Tom. Tom, are you still alive after today's events? I think I, I haven't looked at the brackets, but I, I think I had Florida State going to the 16. I think I had Kansas State going to the 16. I think I had – I know I had Duke and Villanova, um, and I know I had Michigan State not in the Final Four. So, by process of elimination, I, I don't think I'm doing bad. You let's have a look at your uh, – I'll pull up your bracket here. Where are you? TR, TR, TR. Mm, you have indeed. You did not have Kansas State. You had Virginia going all the way. No, I didn't have them going all the way. You had them. No, you had them going to that round anyway. You had them playing Fuck. Arizona. Yeah, so I got nobody in that bracket. So you still got you still got Villanova alive over there. Um. Yeah, well, nobody has uh, nobody has Nevada and Loyola, so that's or if they do, that's 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 magic at work. Where did everybody still here? Yeah, I got cut off the first time. 
Yeah, no, we got we had silence there for a minute. Yeah, you're you're, you're yeah, you got uh, Texas and Purdue. You still have. Um, no, Texas. You have Gonzaga out. still. You don't have Kansas or Clemson. And you have Michigan still and Duke still. So. Yeah, I'm I'm gold if Duke wins it all. That's all I know. Yeah, that's basically where I'm at. Michigan is going to have to win it all for me to have any chance, and even then. I don't think that's going to play out. So, <laughs> but yeah, what a day for upsets! Crazy. A bracket bust. Well, a, a true. A true. Who? A true bracket buster will. Well, you got Cincinnati to win everything, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah the Nate, national Nate's champions done. out. Pretty much done. But if uh, yeah. a true bracket buster will be the Villanova West Virginia matchup. Our, well, our pick West listeners, I picked West Virginia to beat them. A lot of our listeners are from the state of West Virginia, so I assume that a lot picked West Virginia and a lot of non-West Virginians picked Villanova. So that will actually Villanova, Villanova, and our bracket pool might be the top team pick to win in the pool. I know, and that's going to be bittersweet because I picked against them and they're my home team just to pick Duke, but whatever. <clears throat> Nobody picked uh, West Virginia to win in the in our I whole thing. I haven't picked to go to the Final Four. Yeah, They're Nobody my only Final Four team left. There's that one Mr. Perfect uh, that we had on the show last week who picked Purdue, God damn it. Well, he's, it's a good but thing he's got that to hang back on. Good people. Purdue good things today, happen to good Purdue, people. Purdue had a scary test. Well, Jesus, then I must be the worst person in the world after today. God damn. But, yeah, uh, I got I to gotta see the skeletons in them closet, in that closet. Oh, apparently. Them. Jesus. <laughs> them closet. Yeah, well, you're, you're well, totally done, well, Nate, because you, you have a – you're in, you're in second place right now. Gone. But, yeah, you only have a possible – you can only pick up another 220 points. For the next three yeah. rounds, so you're yeah you're you're done for. Uh, Mr. Hey, Kemper is doing, doing right? and Thomas, you are where's Thomas again? Uh, like right now, Thomas thirty fourth, but he can still pick up eight hundred and twenty points yet. So depending on how right, the ball bounces, don't depending sleep. on how it falls, don't sleep on a beautiful beautiful woman that's in our bracket pool. Does she still have all the four left? She still has Gonzaga left. I think she lost Auburn. She's at number. She's in eighth spot, and she's got 820 possible points left yet. But I think that picking Gonzaga to win it is probably going to kill her. Who knows? Who knows? But the way things, yeah, the way things have gone today, who who knows? Who knows? Correct. Who the supposed? Who the supposed guys that pay attention to all this shit, and we can't pick it. I didn't uh, not even close. see it. I didn't see it, but from what I listened to basically every possession of Texas A&M, and they sound via John Thompson and whoever his cohort were to be an athletic, really good effing team. Oh yeah, they looked fantastic today. So they might be a dark horse. And just to throw you this know, into the loop, uh, both number ones lost in the NIT too. 
just well, I, I missed out on. I missed Notre out Dame on the lost and, da- and Baylor lost today, so they they're both gone too. So there's more weirdness following along in the brackets. Xavier got eliminated today as well. Yeah, and Xavier uh, wins. Although they didn't they didn't really look that good to me. I don't know if they are, but they didn't look that good in that game. That was the consensus of the weakest number one, but there was nobody else to fucking put there. So they they yeah, had a chance I had the to argument. bury them, and they didn't. I had but anyway, the argument for Cincinnati, sorry. but that didn't pay out. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. That, group lost, that side Can lost. What? Can we talk about that game? Can we talk about the Cincinnati Nevada game? About the Cincinnati game? What about it? It was beautiful. Twenty-two point lead in the second half, and they should never blew happen. It. it should like never happen. Son of a bitch! It was very Nevada similar led. to Nevada uh-huh. led. Here's how long Nevada led in that game: nine seconds. But it was the nine. You need, brother, is one second. Yeah, you only need point one at the very end. Talk to Michigan about it. Yeah, really. Talk about pulling the lucky horseshoe out of their ass on St. Patrick's Day. Michigan, that three last night that had no business going in. No, I had already packed them in, and that yeah, no, that was that was lucky. In my opinion, what's going on, West Virginia, Marshall? Is that a blowout still? It's yeah, uh, 27 points. points, isn't it? Yeah. So we know the now. finals. So we, know the t- the, yeah. uh, we know the Sweet 16 then. Oh, speaking of which, well, I'd me... like to throw in there, before we go any further, ESPN, I don't know if they do this every year. I don't remember them doing this. You can go, as soon as this last game is over, I think it's tomorrow morning, you can go back to where you signed in for our first brackets. They have the second chance bracket. Where it's down, you can pick from the 16. I'll still blow it. That's well, possible, but we do too. we do have a wide men can't jump. He's already there and set up, so you can if you Nate, if you destroyed you your say? bracket like the rest of us. What did Nate just say? I by said, the way, I said I'd probably still blow it. Oh well. There's our new soundbite. Keep this show in mind. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to be like yo, yo Nate. I have. Will. Yo, Nate, I, I just banged a, a hooker, n- no rubber in the ass, and then play you saying. <laughs> I'll probably still blow I, it. I still blow it. <laughs> you damn right I would. Let me get, let me get a retweet for New <laughs> Japan. <laughs> well, that's that's what we're going. I, I'm going to say it on air, even though. It. I'm going to say it on air. We've we've dealt with characters. In our uh, debut and our first however many episodes on LaughCast, uh, my friend Karen, uh, Frank from Flimflon, Shaq made an appearance or two. He just made an appearance in the last time we were on the air. Um, <clears throat> Afterlife, Randy Savage pops up once in a while. So, considering uh, Sports Center has a top ten and David Letterman had a top ten, and the show, the 605 Super Podcast that I came from, had a top ten. And when I left, I understood there was a big fallout because they were considering dropping it. And to keep things funny, I say we add the stupid seven starting this week. Okay, which, which show are you going to do this on? 
You're going to do well, this on the flagship, the flagship show? Or? Hour. Flagship okay. on the first mm-hmm. hour. All right. Fair we enough. Have, uh, we have enough How characters. How are we going to determine this seven? Well, that's why I'm trying to get the word out now. Maybe we'll put it on the Facebook page. And, uh, you know, I'll admit I'm blatantly ripping the format off of the 605. So there's no chicanery of saying that I'm ripping them off because I'm admitting to ripping the format off and having our listeners via the Facebook page or just the ones that talk to us tell us who they like, and we can go from there and have a champion every week. I got no problem with it. I'm cool with it. I'd like to nominate I'll Blow It Nate. Hey, that's Nate. Either you or Nate with behind the boards need to make that a soundbite out of this episode for sure. Yes, I, I nominate definitely. I blow it, Nate, because that is classic. Just as long as I have, is not the one before. Hey, whatever happens. Um, but when I, I, I had a few sure ideas we'll add, for that too, but I'll save those. I'm sure we'll add characters along the way day. too. I mean. Um, there could be the retweet guy from Arkansas. There could be, uh, there could be, uh, I'm not trapped. I'm not trapped in the eighties, Lance. There could be a lot uh, I'm of characters. A, I'm a big fan of, uh, what, I can't remember what you called it. Shouting Josh Brown. Background Josh Brown. I, I have a, <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a big yeah, fan you of gotta him. Get him. You gotta get him to yell. Every time he's voted in, he's gotta ye- just yell shit in the back about the Mavericks. Okay, I can do that. I already talked to me about it today. You say you love the idea. There, 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 there could easily be some type of manatee character. Oh, sure. Fuck you. <laughs> Politi- politically incorrect manatee. Well, there could be. There could be a character that, that I a call. Conan, is that a Conan character? No. <laughs> is that a Conan O'Brien character? Legit. What, the politically incorrect manatee? I don't think so. He actually had a manatee. He had a manatee as a character at one point, but I don't know if that was similar. See, I always call the band... I always call the band making it with a manatee. So maybe it should be the uh, sexually frustrated manatee. All right, let's let's forget about the past and look look to the future and and look at these 16 matchups, and we'll go go Nate and Tom again. It'd be tough being a manatee. You could jerk off ever. <laughs> At no, 50 and 48, respectively, we yeah, don't anyway. It's not really an issue these days, but anyway. Uh, to the 16, <laughs> you say. Um, all right. Uh, I guess you want to start up in the south? Where oh, by the way, uh, uh, sorry? by the way, Tim, before you start, I uh, I rushed home. My phone died. And I'm, I'm packing it in for tonight because I, I'm never going to make that goal that I told you guys off air. But uh, and my phone died, and I'm starting to have a little. I've been working out, and all of a sudden the body starts breaking down. I'm having a little cold and not a flu, but you know I want to rest and so I can work and do all that shit tomorrow. So I, I took some Nyquil. Is the point I'm getting to? I don't get as bad as my friend Stutter and Tommy Rich on Nyquil, but. You know, I, I may some may tell some off uh, color comments uh, when it gets to the Sunday night roundtable. You can talk about whatever you want. There are no Sunday night round The only thing you're not allowed to talk un- about is un- politics un- and religion. That's yep, it. That's the I only agree two with things that. We won't talk about. Yeah. Other than I that, where we, we want to go? 
before we get into the 16 team really quick, uh, big shout out and a big congratulations to the Chapmanville Regional Titans. Fuck you, their better believe that champ- boy. For your state championship win, first one ever in school history. I don't know if any of them listened to the show, but I know our good buddy Ed was at the state tournament, and he couldn't believe it. He even gave me credit on Twitter for calling the Chapmanville win. So, congrats to them. Who's that, Ed? B-O-G-G-E-S-S? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know how to you ever pr- properly uh, pronounce it. Tom, you ever know good- how Nate is uh, just forever is plugging shit that he called? You ever know that? Fucking right he is. I'm not he, stupid. Uh, I'm not going to plug shit that I got wrong. He ain't plugging the uh, Cincinnati Bearcats. You damn right. <laughs> are they the Bearcats? No more, he ain't. <laughs> not no more. All right, anyhow, to the 16. Number nine, Kansas, against the Cinderella fucking story of the millennium, the great UMBC Retrievers. They didn't make it. They lost. They you oh you want to look at the games from today or the new matchups? The new. Oh well, you didn't say that. I said let's forget about that. Okay, sorry, I misread you. Fine. Then we're going. We'll start in the south anyway. But 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 while you said that, I want to steal somebody's joke and say, uh, pronounce it correctly. (laughs) UMBC. Very well done. Whoever oh, the originals, I give I give credit for that. I heard uh, you oh. must be Cinderella was the one I got. I heard quite a bit today or yesterday. Mm. But that's yeah, no, that yours is better. All right, Ella, now. Ella, Ella, go ahead. One more time in the south, number five Kentucky, and number nine Kansas State. Nate's first. Yes. Kentucky, unfortunately. God, I hope not. But that's my brain says Kentucky, but my heart says anybody but. I'll take uh, Kansas State to move on to the final eight. Disregard. I never had Kentucky going past Arizona as it is, so it's not like I'm backtracking. Um, no, me neither. So. Kentucky's played impressive, and until Travis Heckle tells me on air why they're good enough to win it all, then I'm going to go against them. And, uh, and fuck them until they pick a full-time colonel. Yes. <laughs> Fucking Reba McIntyre. I, <laughs> no shit. Yeah, I love I went I fancy. I went and saw Reba. What are you going to say? Let me say this, and then I'll tell you the Reba story. I said, it's her one chance, Fancy. She won't let you down. Oh, boy. I went. <sighs> Cold us. Cold still us depressed from the thing. fucking Cincinnati loss. Anyway, when I, I went to saw, I used to love a song called Loving You Is What I Do by Billy Dean. But unfortunately, he didn't play any small venues, especially in fucking Philly, where I'm the only dork that liked country music. So he came with Reba. So I saw Reba. She was actually pretty hot then, but that was 20 years ago. I wanted to fuck her redheaded ass. I'd fuck her with fuck that you. She's chicken. Fuck you. She's hot now. 
I'd fuck, well, she's probably 67 now, and, and she's once a hunter, you know, nobody wants that shit. I need it, but. Carry on, Tom. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I mean, back then she could have put a chicken bone up my ass and fucking anything she wanted while I was jamming her. But, anyway, I saw Billy Dean, and I, I think it was I think it was my first experimentation with steroids and, and my, uh, I was 26, I remember, because uh, Mary was a half month from being born, and I didn't want to take her mom because she'd fall down the steps and I'd lose my baby or something, so I went alone. And, like, like you know, sometimes when I drink, I get emotional, so I drank a lot, and when Billy Dean sung that song, I'm sitting alone at, like, 260, jacked to the gills, and fucking, I start crying like a chick at a Beatles concert. It was so fucking embarrassing because I was like thinking about my newborn. As Nate will soon find out, the emotions will start flowing. And uh, loving you is what I do. Made me cry in front of twenty thousand country music fans. Well, How about no, that? that is that is bearing the soul, ladies and gentlemen. I don't and keep anything. I don't. <laughs> we know. Nate, That's why I don't try not to story. talk to people. They'll know everything. <laughs> so next well, next uh, week, well, I take Kansas State, and you guys take Travis Eckle. In a nutshell. Uh, well, in the second matchup. I think, oh, uh, more to I think, think. all these ups- I said, here's what I think about this. I think all these upsets in that region is just a conspiracy by the NCAA to make sure Kentucky makes it back to the Final Four for ratings' sake. Didn't, didn't we earlier figure that maybe that was also the Russians were involved somehow? The Russians, I, I, I'd, I'd favor that theory. Know. I'd favor that theory. It was the Russian collusion, but we don't want to stretch that past the joke because then we'll go into politics. Them being big fans of Comrade Patino. Yeah, but if anybody, they would be on Florida's <laughs> side because of my boy. Uh, I'm sorry to know, Sal. That was a good joke because I was already thinking of something else. That no, you. That's that's what we pay you the big bucks for is to keep the jokes coming, so you continue to think of them. And this, this well, one, you got to have some about this next matchup, because uh, there's there's not a bracket in the country that should have this matchup. And if they do, I would like them to explain to me how they came to this conclusion that number seven Nevada would be playing number eleven Loyola Chicago. Uh, Nate first. I will go with the only reason this team is still here is because divine intervention. Loyola Chicago will beat Nevada, who have been behind in both games they played in the tournament, once by 15, once by 22, and came back and won it. Their luck will run out because of divine intervention from a 98-year-old wheelchair nun, Loyola Chicago. See, every time I see Nevada, I automatically go to Vegas, Nevada, betting, and that's got to be Chinese gangsters, right? Could be those fucking gooks. They own everything, right? (laughs) Beep! Beep! (laughs) Let us get a retweet from all the Chinese. (laughs) (laughs) We love folks. Oh, boy. That's 
It's a NyQuil. Uh, I don't know what the fuck's going on here. That was I love but it, you know, NBA NBA China. I'll, baby. I'll ride the sink the, the ship down with you because I thought that was funny. So if they're gonna hate on you, they'll have to hate on me too. So anyway, they I'll take uh, we watch New Japan World yeah, and crooked teeth wrestling. Let's get it right. I think Okada's <laughs> um, probably half Chinese and half Japanese. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm not trapped in the 80s, even though I'm wearing a Tom Petty shirt, and I hate those fucking shows. <laughs> but let's get Tom on so our ratings go up anyway, and we can talk about wrestling. See, I I put a Z in there because my name's Chicago Lance. You slap nut, she's knit you. You know what else I like to do? You know what else I like to do? And so do I, man. Well, <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I knew you did too. I like to copy and paste what we have between each other and then show it to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I'll give it a retweet. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that man retweets everything. <laughs> I wonder if he even reads them or if he just hits retweet. <laughs> All right, so Nevada. <laughs> Nevada Loyola, Tom Richardson. Tom Richardson, good God, I'm drunk. Tom Robinson. Hey, I had a, cho- a little coughing spell and dropped the phone, sorry. What are your thoughts on Loyola, Nevada? I'm um, with you, uh, Tim, Nevada, they have uh, stepped in shit twice, and now they'll actually win a game because Loyola is inferior to everyone, but they're just playing over their head. Divine intervention. Uh, Candy divine, maybe. But Pope, hey, Pope, you went down, so nobody's safe. Yes, they did. It's all a result of Stephen Hawking's death. All right, I'll fight. Why, why is that? See, because Nate's talking about divine intervention and the, and one of the leaders of the evolution crusade uh, as opposed to creationism passed away. So now he's right. up there in the afterlife going, fuck, I was wrong. Let me fuck shit up in people's brackets. <laughs> Chasing God around in his wheelchair. Yes. With Slow the, down, with the, you uh, long-robed he, son of a bitch. He's he's the only dude who had Lou Gehrig's disease who lasted like sixty years. He got he got diagnosed with that shit. That shit kills you from within. Like he had to be yeah, the, really the toughest it. dude ever. He got diagnosed sort of, in you his twenties. Yeah, you think he kind of got a fuck job because when you see the, like the pictures of him when he was young and he's young, he's a regular normal looking guy, and then you see what was left of him when he died, and it's just like you know you got to wonder if the man. It's a good thing he had a big brain, I guess, because without that going, wow. Because I can't married twice, man. I can't fun. married twice, and I can't get a fat chick on plenty of fish. But anyway, <laughs> me and a fucking guy in a wheelchair be standing right. next to each other in a fucking the dating game, and they, I'll, take, I'll take my shot with the smart guy. So <laughs> give me some more of that so, hot hawking. So does that yeah. mean that we're uh, so does that mean that there's actually an elevator to heaven too? 
No well, more religion. Really, really long, just jokes. Really long. No, it could be a really long ramp. <laughs> <laughs> now I got both your jokes because Tim went another way with it. He did. Well right. done. Anyways, mo- mo- moving on um, to the West, where the upstart. Well, well, not upstart, I guess. Gonzaga, number four ranked Gonzaga against number nine Florida State, who shocked the world by, well, didn't shock the world, didn't really shock anybody, honestly, by beating Xavier. Ugh. Oh, another fucking kind of ugly matchup. What a horrible fucking game this will be. Um, you know what? I've never been on Gonzaga in the Sweet 16, and they've come close twice, so I'm going Florida State. No, no, I don't know. I watched both of these games. I was not impressed Neither with any of it, to be honest. Gonzaga, What's Gonzaga is like the least impressive team to be as far as they are. Like, I feel like if Gonzaga would have ran into any of these teams, like if Gonzaga would have played Nevada, Gonzaga would have lost by like 15. Are, uh, so, Tom, are you picking up Nate? Well, he's going. Uh, he, he sounds like he he's. Uh, in and out? Yeah, he sounds like he's talking into the phone and taking like okay. a step behind yeah, the right, well, three-point line and talking. Now. All right. All right. Sorry hey, about Bush. that. Talk into the better? phone. Yes. I was. Yeah. Who are we uh, picking? Not... I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> it's only your show. <laughs> don't don't worry, you're gonna be interrupting yourself, sir. Um I went with I'm going with Florida State, but like I said, I think if Gonzaga played Nevada, then um I think Nevada would have beat him by fifteen, give or take. Gonzaga's just like the least impressive team that's made it this far. Uh, Tim? I'm I I really I'm gonna go with Gonzaga just Purely based on rep, because I, I really I got nothing on this game. I'm pretty sure I got the fags in the other. I mean zags in the other pool. Um, this 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 phone's on autocorrect tonight. I keep putting the wrong <laughs> words, letters <laughs> what, it's together. Politically incorrect autocorrect. Yes, politically correct incorrect autocorrect. Okay, fair enough. Um, That's allowed, though. That happens to my mind, uh, to my uh, lips and tongue at times. So I got the the Zags. I mean, um, I think I got them in the other pool, but I forget who would have been their opponent, even though I had Florida State going pretty far. I might even have that matchup nailed, but uh, I think the time is up. My time is now for Zags. Fair enough. Uh, okay, the uh, West Virginia game just finished up, uh, 94-21, or 94-71, West Virginia. And in the handshakes. The Mountaineers. In the, in the handshakes, Bob Bob Huggins told, I don't even know the name of the coach of uh, Marshall. Boy, Boy, he said, that's, that's why we don't play you during the regular season, you motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> Because I, I heard there was quite a bit of heat in that uh, whole uh, match. Yeah, it's a it's it's been a touchy issue for a few years. That they really wouldn't say why they didn't want to play him anymore. They just didn't want to play him anymore. 
Basically, which means but we really I, think we're too good to play. Which means we think we're too good to play. Well, it it could be that. Yeah, and they just proved be it. That, well, it, it could be that, or it could be uh, we don't want to play you because if we take like if you're West Virginia, and I don't mean this as an insult, I really don't, because I think Marshall's a good team, and I think Marshall just proved that they deserve to be in the tournament. They played hard. If you're West Virginia, you go in probably for years. You go in every year. You're supposed to beat Marshall. It's a non-conference game. It's on a neutral site in Charleston where they would play it. You're supposed to win. You're supposed to win that game. If you don't win that game, it hurts you. If you win that game, it really does nothing for you. You know what I mean? True enough. Yeah, true enough. Like, and that's not disrespect to Marshall. Marshall has everything to gain from that game. West Virginia has everything to lose. You know, you'll be the first guy Marshall, to know how I feel about uh, West Virginia, but there's not really anything to gain for West Virginia to beat a bunch of there's not hillbilly and shit Marshall, kickers uh, from Marshall. And Marsh, Marshall's too good to be at just a tune-up game. You know what I mean? They're not like a, a Florida Atlantic or anything like that. They're too good to be a tune-up game, but they're not good enough to be considered good enough competition. Mm for West Virginia to gain anything from winning. And if Tom winning, told me you can you can tune a piano but you can't tune a fish. I don't know if I told you that, but it's true. I believe you that did. Very true. But anyways, uh moving on to the second matchup in the uh, West, uh number 3 Michigan and them bloody Texas agricultural and mechanical bastards. Bush. Uh, A&M and who else? I missed that. I'm sorry. Michigan. Um, I had North Carolina beating Michigan in this game. Uh, Me too. That didn't happen. That didn't happen. And A&M won decisively. I'm going to go with A&M. I think A&M beats Michigan. That's uh, you know I'm a Michigan guy and I'm picking Michigan, but you, you that wouldn't be I, I could be surprised by that result. I mean, Texas A and M looked Texas A and M looked like gold against North Carolina. Oh, they did. That's what I heard. Now I'm not sure how much North Carolina and Michigan uh, line up together, but Michigan did not look very good against uh, Houston, and they that really didn't not. look all that great. They did not look that all that great against Montana either. So, I'm still picking Michigan, but like I said, I wouldn't be at all surprised to see Texas A&M win that game. Thomas. And I would pick uh, ass and mouth. (laughs) Wouldn't we all? Well, wait a minute. Giving or or receiving? Uh, Depending on how many drinks. Oh, I thought you were going to say, you know, depending on if Nate was involved. Well, we we haven't uh, we, we haven't met got that far yet, yet in person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you never I, know. You know that that instant charm just might not be there. It's possible. You know, the beard. Twenty-eight years old. Up. I don't know if I can trust Nate with my fagism. <clears throat> yep. Yeah, he might out you. That's possible. You're, you're yeah, right. I'd, Exactly. You know, he has a best. beard. Yeah, he has a beard, but he might not be at the best beard, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. 
No, I love Nate, but I wouldn't touch him or any other man with a 10-foot pole or my 6-inch pole when I was on a good night. Anyway. Uh, all right. Moving to the east. We have where finally the state of West Virginia the is coming to the has come and back. What? What? <laughs> Villanova. Villanova is going to crush West Virginia, make them their bitch. Sorry if I went first. Nate Bush. West Virginia will defeat Villanova. I had it picked in the original bracket. I'm sticking with it. You were wrong then, and you're wrong now. But anyway. Swiss Family you know, Robinson. You driving Nova. I don't know if you remember them cars called Novas. Can I get a retweet about my shiznit? <laughs> my shiznit Nova? <laughs> no, I, I don't know who the hell keeps taking over my goddamn phone. Yes, you fucking Swiss do, Family you Robinson. traitor. I go. Uh, uh, I think that's the tournament. That's the best game yet on paper in this fucking tournament. And it, um, I'm only going. I think the reason that Nate is going, maybe he's deeper. I don't know. But I'm only going. I think there. It's going to be a damn good game. Legit shoot shoot talk. And I think Villanova will barely squeak by. But it could go either way. I'll say this, and, and, and this is me being 100% truthful right now, not being a homer, not trying to, to be uh, a guy that's just picking West Virginia as a West Virginia fan. If they shoot the basketball against Villanova the way they shot the basketball tonight, they put up 94 points tonight against Marshall. If they shoot the ball like they did tonight, nobody will beat them. They will win the national championship. Because that's their weak point. All right, Nate Bush. Somebody's got. Nate to keeps it. bringing up Penny Marshall. I, I got a bad connection. Is she alive? <laughs> first, first of all, how about a little love for Cindy Williams? A. Ah, a little Shirley reference. Yeah. B. Like too much sugar in your diet, man. West Virginia mm-hmm. will never will never win the title. Never. I would never say never. I'm saying never. If they even yeah, if they beat Villanova, they will not beat. We Duke. also said. We also said a, a number one would never lose to a sixteen, and by God, it happened. Well, I never said that. If you're waiting with bated breath, you two or uh, people who follow me at tr shock on Twitter. Uh, Jim Ross has not, as of right now, DM'd me for my open invitation for him to join us on Wide Men Can't Jump. Maybe he associates me with a show that made fun of him when I was not that character. However, Tom you know, Robinson, I did see you got retweeted by Mr. David Boy Smith Jr., yeah, I think he follows me still. Me and him were uh had a little uh little good relationship as far as uh DMs here and there because I he really liked the picture of I 
had of his father pressing me when I was like 18 years old or 17 or 16 or something. I don't know what I was. 35. But, yeah, I was like 42. No, Davey would have been dead by then. <laughs> and he probably wouldn't have been able to press me. <clears throat> but anyway, yeah, he liked Excuse that picture, me. and I tagged him in it, and then he started following me, and we became, you know, kind of occasional buddies, but I just don't do New Japan. I, I'm not going to put over that fucking second-rate NXT and, and you know, that's my new thing. <laughs> poking the bear. Yeah. So. Right. Fair enough. Um, I will give you, Nate, I will give you kudos for being the, that you really support your home team. I gotta give you credit for that, because a lot of people don't. A lot of people bail, and you never oh, I bail. Do. You don't I, bail. I mean, man, my, man. My comments you, you will only bail legit. in I the sense that if good. you really don't think they'll win, then you'll say that I don't think they're going to win. But you're still cheering for West Virginia regardless. You don't get off the bandwagon. Hey, here's a, here's a different take. Here's a different take on that matchup. It's like, uh, God, I'm trying to think of an example. I'll just fuck the example. Um, it's it's the best dress coach in the NCAA against the worst. Bob Huggins throws on shit I throw on to go fucking do the laundry. And fucking Jay Wright looks looks like he's going to a formal dinner. <clears throat> Bob Huggins could play Jabba the Hutt in Star Wars, though, too. Huggins, I mean, he used to be fucking thin with Cincinnati back in the day. And, you know, all of a sudden he, he looks big. like he ate a fucking UPS truck. He got big and he's got those big jowlies going, but he looks like he's a happy guy. So, hey, what the hell? Yeah, so, so do other heart attack victims. Well, I'll tell you this That's about Huggins. I'll tell you this about Huggins. Every Thursday during basketball season, he does the uh, Bob Huggins show uh, for the radio. Now, normally, wouldn't you think radio shows happen at, you know, um, a radio station? Somewhere like that, you know what I mean? Bob's remote has chicken wings, I guarantee it. It's a restaurant? He does. He does it at Kegler Sports Bar in Morgantown. And by God, they have some of the best damn wings I've ever had. And there's beer and steaks and wings, and it's a sweet place to go. Well, you know, if you can get away with that shit, if you have big enough celebrity to pull that off, why wouldn't you? Oh, he did. He's a legend. That dude. That dude doesn't pay for shit in this in this state. <laughs> yeah, but I could see Bullet Bob throwing down some beers and eating some chicken wings. <laughs> he's a he's a legitimate Kenny Bowling. Uh, yeah. Basically, uh, well, he doesn't he doesn't Bowen. pay for things because people actually don't let him pay, or he's like Kenny, where he kind of. Nah, he's not like that. Into he doesn't. He doesn't work people like Kenny. But Bob's he's not, approaching Bob's Kenny's not top way to shirt and a signed book for dinner. No, that is no, that okay. is stupid psychology too. Like, <laughs> I just got that to my fault. I'm always late on your shit. Um, <clears throat> Bob, uh, uh, fuck me. I forgot what I was going to say. Bob, fuck you. Holy shit. That's news. Yeah, Huggins, as I call him, Huggy Bear. Um, Everybody bear. does. 
Yeah, but you don't know what bear I'm talking about, you uh, outsider, you. Oh, oh I know what you're talking about. I spell bear B-A-R-E for me and Huggins. I bet you do. No, here's a true story. Here's a true, here's a true story about Bob Huggins. This is legit, 100% legit. He gets bonus checks whenever he, you know, he's got certain things in his contracts. He gets like twenty-five grand uh, if he beats Kansas or beats certain Big Twelve schools or whatever. You know, a lot of coaches have that. He gets his bonuses, um, and when he gets them, if he if the team wins and he gets those bonuses, he donates every penny of that bonus to. Uh, it's normally twenty-five grand to a foundation for cancer victims that's named, that he founded named after his wife who passed away of, I believe it was breast cancer. And he donates every cent of his bonus checks to his cancer foundation in memory of his wife. He's a fucking awesome dude. He's a stand-up guy. Way to bring the show to a screeching fucking halt. Jesus Christ. What in the fuck was that? <laughs> I was about to say, okay, he's a great, great guy, and he gives money to his own foundation. That's wonderful. But how about a little white man can't jump love? No, I mean, <laughs> scratch. I mean, uh, you know. actually, that's that's a memory that I forgot, and uh, you know, I'll give a, a solid two thumbs up. I, I'm I'm going in and out of character tonight. Um, out of character. The real me gives that statement and what he does a two thumbs up. I forgot about his wife passing. So, Bullet Bob, I want you to go down against Nova, but you're a good dude and your team's good. Yeah, I can't argue. Can't argue with it. Anybody giving money to anything these days, and it's not. I suppose it's probably a well-known fact down there, but I'd never heard of it before, so he doesn't publicize it too much. I'm guessing. So that's a good thing. Don't help me. Be Nova. All right. Yeah, moving on to the back of the basketball. Uh, number no, two, Purdue. Simon Dean. Simon Dean. Screw Simon Dean, that shitty wrestler. Ah, um, Nova reference. Mike Bucci. Number two, Purdue against number three, Texas Tech. Number I call Texas Purdue. Tech on the bracket, so I'm going with Texas Tech again. Yeah, I got. Uh, I have to say that uh, there again, Purdue was not too impressive against Butler. They barely snuck that out. And mind you, Texas Tech wasn't too impressive against Florida. So I don't know. Uh, I got. Yeah, I got to take Texas Tech in this one. I am uh, not agreeing with you two once again. I believe. Uh, I don't think I have them on the bracket playing Texas Tech, but... Yes. Uh, you had... Uh, was it St. No? No, I think you did, actually. Because you had yeah, Texas look, I actually had that bracket called. I will check. Tom Robinson. Well, I have Texas Tech losing anyway, so F it. Swiss Family Robinson. Where are you? That's the one bracket that I've gotten right. Yeah, I have that one right, too, amazingly. So do you, Tom. You have that one exactly right when you gave it to called Purdue. And, uh, so there you go. 
holy shit, we all had that that one right. That's crazy. I I, I kind of had Purdue uh, pre our guest Ian. I I hate to keep bringing bringing Ian up, but he was such a nice guy. I keep wanting to go and find out some dirt on him that there probably is none, which makes me angry and fucking frustrated. <laughs> he's been such a good uh, fucking guy. Active. He's been active well, on our Twitter over the past couple of days. As he has. So. Well, you know what you so say, appreciate say, Tom. If, if you can't find any dirt about a guy, make some up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, uh, that episode, I was uh, that was Wednesday. And then Thursday night, I listened to, and, you know, say what you will, but hear me out first. I listened to The Art of Wrestling, hosted by Cole Cabana, who's now playing replays of his favorite shows because he's switching his format or some shit like that. But the said episode with Kevin Owens talking about quitting the business was part of three people on that show that he spliced together. First was Tommaso Ciampa after he got cut from the WWE the first time, revealing that he tried to commit suicide by uh, exhaustion in a car, exhaust rather, uh, carbon monoxide, but he figured a way to do it outdoors because uh, his brother-in-law did it, and uh, divine intervention, as you mentioned, uh, stopped him, and now we see where Tommaso is. The second part was Neville when he was Pac admitting his insecurity that he doesn't think he's good enough to make the WWE, which is weird now. And third was Kevin Owens frustrated that he'll never get the call up and he was ready to quit the business. So, despite what you feel about Mr. Cabana, uh, maybe he was listening Wednesday and, and heard me, but there could be coincidence, but he played his deepest three shows, which is uh, I would recommend just for the guests, if you don't even like the guy, to check it out for their opening up and telling about some bad times in their life. And all ended up right now, sort of, if Neville is, employed by the WWE. There That's all. Ran over. Okay. Well, I, I'll add to that, that for people who are, um, and you seem to see it a lot on the Twitter and Facebook and other places, a lot of social media stuff, don't not listen to a podcast because somebody else that you listen to don't like that guy. That's a shit reason not to go check it. It really out. is. And then if you if you don't like it after you've actually listened to the to the thing, that's fine. Then whatever, each each to their own. But don't don't be a sheep and just because uh, Jim Ross hates this guy or Jim Cornette hates that guy or whoever it may be, it doesn't even matter if it's two nobody. So we will. I'd never listen to that show because I don't like that guy. Do yourself a favor. You're missing out on some pretty good entertainment in a lot of places. And hell, a lot of people hate me, and I got eighty four nine seven two downloads since Thursday. Even it even goes for that show. If you listen to that Kenny show Bowen. and you like it, all it the power to you. It edition. Somehow we have three Fuck million to the Kenny three million edition. downloads. If you, if you love Kenny Bolin on the Shiznit show, and that works for you, don't let anybody tell you not to listen to it, even us. And we may tell you not to listen to it, but <laughs> uh, do what do what works for you, man. Don't 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 miss out on stuff because there's a lot of good shit out there that doesn't get heard because people are 
too busy trying to suck up to other people. Enough said about that. Moving on. That was a huge number. <laughs> yeah, when, I don't even remember can, it right it, now. Come to think like, of it, but I'll take a retweet. <laughs> when it's not like eighty four hundred or eighty four thousand, it's eight four nine two six seven. <laughs> when that sucker's got so many digits <laughs> in it that it's like a Jerry Lewis telephone on the bottom of my computer. The, the numbers just keep going up and up and up. <laughs> Lance, can we at look at the board? I the, at first, I thought it was the host computer's phone number, but then I said, no, it's our numbers. Uh, yes. No love for the shiznit here, people. But <laughs> I got no problem. No, with it's, it. it's just it's just the drool kids because uh, you know I tr- I I trusted one of them very deeply, and uh, you know he's. He got yeah. his RT from me when his uh, when this guy went. Oh, I'm not trapped in the '80s, and uh, I'm not getting behind those fucking go. characters. This fucking bullshit. I uh, yeah, anyway, did you hear Cheap Tricks? Cheap Tricks' latest uh, cut. Um, yeah, surrender. I love Suplex City Limits because those guys—they're the Howard Stern of 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 pro wrestling. I actually don't mind yeah. those guys, Suplex City Limits, but um, I don't mind cheap like, they, either. But they get stoned and they just cut up wrestling, which is, I think is pretty cool once in a while. But uh, I mean, that that was just such a weak, weak uh, veiled uh, cover for I suck and nobody wants to listen to me, and somebody's listening to somebody else, so I'm jealous. So I'll just hate on it, basically. That's yeah, what that means. That, that's, yeah, and that sucks. If you genuinely don't like something, that's cool. Then move on to whatever's next. But uh, back to the hoops. Two more games. Those two might be in the stupid seven this week. We'll see. We'll see that's what the fans vote. Uh, this matchup bores the living hell out of me. Uh, number one, Kansas, even though it's a number one, and uh, Clemson. I called it on the bracket. Clemson pulls the upset. Um, you know, I'm. I think I'm going to go along with you on that one. Kansas has been less than impressive for a number one, but then they were kind of. They were another one that everybody kind of thought they were sort of a weak number one too. So it probably should have been Duke. But uh, moving on, Thomas. I'm going to carry on my wayward son, um, and. All we are is dust in the wind, and there's probably many more songs. But actually, Kansas, the rock group, I met the lead singer at the Marriott where the wrestlers stayed and found out that he stayed an extra day on purpose. These were This was like in the 80s or early 90s because he's a wrestling mark, the uh, Kansas, uh, the music yeah. Kansas uh, singer. And I got a picture with the dude. He, like, he hung out in the bar and whatnot. But anyhow, uh, on the bracket, I had Kansas losing this round, I'm pretty sure, or the round before. I definitely didn't have Kansas going to the final four. So um, I dust in the wind, baby. Uh, so I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to go against them in this version. It's pretty cool when you can pick Kansas on our first prediction and our second show we can pick against them so we're right one way or the other. 
So would you be talking about, to get back to the uh, Kansas singer, are you talking about Steve Walsh or John Alafonte? Did they switch singers? Well, they've got, no, they've got more than, they've always kind of had two, sort of, and now and now neither of them sing for Kansas, but of course I imagine they're getting fairly old, so. What are they, fucking Nelson? They have two singers? Make up your fucking mind. You know, What's wrong Steve with Walsh is 66. Google Nelson, uh, kids. I know who Nelson is. I can't live without you. Two blonde motherfuckers. Loving I can't live without your love and affection. Nelson Aguilar. <laughs> fly, eagles, fly. Hey, by the way, you're oh, Eagles. Oh, get that. Uh, Vinny, get that Eagles crap out of here. Oh, no, no place hold for Vinny Curry. That Eagles stuff. Vinny Curry. Vinny Curry, no longer an Eagle. Now a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Thank you for that, sir. Yeah, Howie yeah, Roseman is our, our guy. He, he moves and shakes in the offseason, and uh, Michael J. There's Fox just weird, shakes. Uh, but anyway. There's been some weird shit there, too, that one day we probably should talk about. But uh, down to the last game. Uh, Tom Robinson's love child team of the century, Duke, against the, to the surprise of the selection community, but not really to anybody else except us, uh, number 11, Syracuse. I accused I, I my way in. I, I was touting the Cuse. Uh Same way, you know, Bayheim is a genius with his goofy-ass, boring fucking defense, but they well, ain't fucking with Duke. Duke's my national Nate Bush, champion. Tell Sorry him, to jump ahead, Nate. Nate Bush, right. tell him what Syracuse did to Michigan State today. You summed oh it up God, good earlier. The 2-3 two, three, two, three zone extended and forced them to shoot contested three-pointers. Never seen a 2-3 zone extended like that that could force a team to shoot perimeter jump shots contested. There was no hope on the inside. And the way that they extended it being – Everybody's over six foot tall. It's just, it was one of the best defenses I've ever seen. However, Mike Shashevsky has four days to prepare. Duke has played Syracuse this season. I'm going with Duke. Yeah, as much as I can't stand Duke and that pixie boy Grayson Allen. Grayson uh, yeah, Allen, they, they they've got a good team, and when they when they're going. Uh, nobody beats uh, it, 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 it hurts me to say it It's painful But when they're going nobody beats Duke And they're going right now So and I have to take Duke Although I'd love to see Syracuse pull an upset there Grayson Allen can kiss my ass He's a fuck He, uh, he may hip check or, or trip his way Through this game But he is getting through this game To the final or to the elite eight rather Duke, because he's the Cuse. Somebody give me a Duke, 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 Duke of Duke of Earl. Yeah, sure, uh, Oliver, Duke of whatever you'd like it to be. I was thinking That's Patty. My middle Duke. name. Your middle name is Duke. Earl. Nathan Duke Bush. Earl. Nathan Earl. Oh yeah, that's right. Because your father's name is Earl, correct? Yeah, his name. Earl. I think you know. I, I think I would. I, I would ask permission to kindly be able to refer to you as Earl from now on. 
Wait, wh- whose name's Earl? Nate's middle name is Earl. Wow. After his yeah. father. No yeah. wonder he hates Earl. hates hates the Dixie Chicks for saying singing that song. Earl's gotta die. You damn they're, they're, right. They're breaking your balls. Earl. I like that name. Yeah. Rolls off the tongue. Rolls off the tongue. Dixie Chick. Earl. And a really uh, mediocre television show. Yeah. <laughs> and. And a fucking awesome running back for the Houston Oilers. That is true. Yes, Mr. Campbell. All right. Well, it's uh, we're halfway through ten thirty. Anybody got anything they'd like to rant about, or if they want to talk more basketball about something that happened today, <laughs> or we're done with the sixteen. Uh, that's that's, that's the it. sixteen, my friend. Jesus H Christ. That's a sixteen. Like I said, look, looking at it like on paper, it's rather underwhelming. It's not like when I just look at those matchups, there's nothing really jumps out at me that I really am dying to watch. So I hope it's. I hope the, the right hand side the- of the bracket. The right hand side of the bracket kind of lived up to expectation for the most part, minus Syracuse. The left side of the bracket, ten kinds of fuckers. Yeah, there's not even a, there's not even we got no ones left. We got the, I mean, Michigan's a three. Zag we got a four. no twos left. No twos left. No one. A three and no a four and a five. Oh yeah, yeah. Nine. I mean, basically based on the rankings, anyway, the the right hand side of the bracket is, it's relatively sane looking at least, you know, especially at the top where it's one five and two against three. You know, that's one game away from being what. It statistically should be minus Wichita, Wichita State, are, but uh, you have two elevens and two ones. Could you imagine that we'd see a tournament where the elevens and the ones have the same amount of participants in the sixteen? Uh, no. Yeah, it's been a crazy year. It, it, I was trying, I, I was I said, trying I, to think of I can't speak. I can't speak for it statistically, but in my memory, it seems like the most screwed up brackets that I can recall. Definitely. Now that might not be true, but it seems to me there was I a uh, year or two back, or three years back, when Duke and North when Duke and North Carolina both lost on the same day. Yeah. And people in people in North Carolina were trying to kill themselves because that that had to be a rather rare occurrence. But all right, fuck hoops. Yeah. We talk enough. We talk enough hoops on Wednesday. I got I got something that would probably never come up every anywhere else. Yeah, let's, oh, one, thing, thing, now. one thing before before you start, to know One thing. I have one stat I need to throw out. One I'm gonna stat. do it West Virginia probably, but go ahead. It actually has nothing to do with West Virginia. Today marked the first time in history a nine seed is now one and O against the sixteen. <laughs> so yeah, there's your stat for tonight. I didn't. Did you say nine? 
against the 16. I, yeah, I can't hear. You're yeah. breaking up. I can't. I couldn't hear half of what you said. A nine seed is one and zero against the 16 seeds. Austin nine sixteen says I can't hear your West Virginia ass, and that's the bottom line. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> is that better? Can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah. What? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my topic, my topic, because uh, you know the numbers go up uh, and up and up and down and down and down, varying on the interest level of millennials or technologically savvy people who prefer podcasts over radio shows and television. So we all met through uh, the Six of Five Super Podcast, and. There were, there's probably been changing opinions over the past year of which ones you like the most and so forth. So, uh, top ten, and there's no wrong answers because it's just Nate's opinion, Tim's opinion, and Tom's opinion. Top ten, but you know, if if, if it could be in any order, it doesn't have to be ten nine. But top ten shows that you enjoy right now, Nate Bush is first. And we should check out. Does that doesn't mean, have to be wrestling? Could be anything, but of course. Yeah, are you talking podcasts or? I'm talking any form of podcast. Or TV top... or. Say again. Just are you talking just podcasts or are you talking just ten, ten, ten podcasts that you enjoy as of okay. this date in 2018? Oh God. I don't even know if there is time to be quite honest. I don't listen to. I don't listen to. I, I listen to a fucking million, so I can do thirty if you want. <laughs> well, I do know one thing. I I do listen to fairly religiously is, uh, and I don't know. I'm sure you guys probably heard of him, but whether you like him or not, it's another story. Um, Kevin Smith, Mallrats, Clerks, Jane Silent Bob. He just had a massive heart attack. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, he just about killed himself just the other about a week ago or so. Uh, I enjoy uh, I enjoy their podcast because it's basically no. There's no wrong answer here, but uh, Kevin Smith is has a uh, almost cult like following, like Cornette, to where you're kind of way in or you're just indifferent. True. Yeah. True. Yeah, he may annoy you greatly, or you like him. Um, he doesn't annoy me, but I'm just like I, I dig Jay and Silent Bob, but I, I'm not like every movie that Kevin Smith puts out. I gotta like have and see. Oh, true. Yeah, fair enough. The podcast is not about most of that stuff. It's just him and his friend talking about whatever they want to talk about. They sit in the house. They sit in their house and get and get stoned, which you got to appreciate. And off it goes. And sometimes it gets pretty stupid because they're both stoned out of their minds, but. I enjoy it. Okay, we got one from Tim. Any others, Tim? Well, most of mine are sports. Well, which yeah, ones? Which you guys, which which you guys may not even get up there because they're Canadian sports. Uh, the TSN Hockey Hour, of course. Cause the fuck did I have? An ice fishing podcast? Let me know. That's possible. Monday night fucking curling with Howie Meeker. Yes. 
You got, I I'm sure you listen to at least one or two wrestling podcasts, don't you, Tim? Yeah, I listen to. Uh, I mean, of course, I don't. I'm I'm a cornet mark, so I enjoy uh, I enjoy the drive-through. The Jim Cornette experience is kind of a little too much politicky for me most times, so I have to fast forward through that the garbage parts. Uh, I do admit I I do listen to, to Bruce Pritchard. Although I do okay. fast forward through parts of that one too, because sometimes it gets to be a bit much. Uh, I like the Studcast, although I liked it better when it was just Ron Fuller and not someone else. The super cool. Well, it was Tony Basilio. Uh, yeah, it ain't he, anymore. He did let. He does let Tom or, or Ron rather speak and kind of just listens like everybody else and was kind of just the orchestrator but okay so we got the stud cast and he's a former guest as is good uh stud is a former guest as is bruce pritchard both booked by nate i believe right nate yeah so we got kevin smith we got jim Cornette. that's a hell of a podcast Wide Man Can't Score airs 2 p.m. tomorrow, every Monday. You going to stick with that? You, you betcha. Sure For those hockey can, fans anyway. who might listen to these babbling sessions, Tim does a Monday 2 p.m. Eastern show about the NHL. And it's pretty picky, so you can't be a douchebag. But if you're okay, uh, call him tomorrow, and maybe you might end up a sidekick. That is quite possible. We would just expand from an hour. Right now, I only do an hour because by yourself, that's long enough. But with somebody else, you could go to an hour and a half or two, possibly, depending. Somebody that knows a don't have to be a genius because I got that covered. Oh. Oh, no pop. Oh, you guys, damn you both. Oh. Uh, no, you can, you can know guy. a little bit because there's nothing there's nothing wrong with the you know you might learn something too. I do. Lord knows, even since I started doing the show, I've Learned a few things when you look at the numbers a little harder or get behind the scenes a little bit, but uh, yeah, right on. And of course, of course, Wide Man Can't Jump is an excellent show, but I mean, I have to listen to that, but still, I would sure. anyway. If anybody's listening, you know, go to uh, go to Apple or whatever the fuck they call it, Apple uh, iTunes, and give us a five star rating and good review because. Uh, Apparently that helps a lot of shit. So it's well, uh, part of their it's part of their algorithm to get you onto the top hundreds or twenties or fifties or whatever it may be lists. They use that as part of the. It's not purely based on downloads or listens or any of that. But that it's part. Well, of if the it was, we'd be number one on iTunes too. <laughs> Well, who's who's to say we aren't already? But can I, I get a rate tweet from Apple? <laughs> <laughs> I will say, in our it, it, that we are, I am without because we're going to be like every other podcaster in the universe. We don't divulge our numbers, but I've been pleasantly surprised by how many people have listened to the hockey show because I didn't think it would be all that many. So cool. I didn't either. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, no. I, 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 well, I mean, considering the the platform, you know, isn't as big there as it is here. But, but yeah, no, the numbers are no, very a, good. I am kidding. There's a huge market. 
Canada uh, is a different animal. Um, I don't know if that's predominantly who's listening to your your spin on this wide men franchise, but um, Canada, I hear Canadian uh, people all the time speaking of it so uh, highly more than like the NFL or the NBA. So go well, get them. It's the big sport. Yeah, I mean it's the big sport up here, but I mean there's a obviously a. Uh, a fan base all over the world, especially in the United States as well. But Canada, it's kind of a part of the culture. To hear those, see, like for you boys, you've got because your country's so big and you you get so many people. Like for us, for NBA, okay, if you don't like the Toronto Raptors, well, you're done. So chances are, if you're yeah. not from the East or if you're not from Toronto, you probably just aren't going to take. You know, unless you're a big basketball fan, you're probably not going to take a whole lot of notice in them. Whereas, of course, the hockey team, well, that's a, that's a whole other ball of wax because you got one relatively close to you, just like you guys do with, you know, NFL teams or baseball or whatever it might be. Yeah, you know, hockey, I guess, to some extent, because you got more franchises than we do. But unless you live in West Virginia, of course. What's uh, here? Are you done here? You, uh... you have to adopt some Timberwolf team, but. Yeah, that's enough for me. Let's hear somebody else's in case maybe I hear something I actually might want to listen to. What do you like, Nate? Uh, Podcast-wise, I listen to um, pretty much what Tim said. Um, I listen to the Studcast. I listen to the Cornet Experience and Drive-Thru. I absolutely love the Pritchard Show. Like, I listen to that continuously. Um I listen. Of course, I listen back to our shows. Uh, that's pretty much all I ever have time to listen I mean, to, honestly. Can I add in there that I used to listen to a lot more than that, but the advertising and stuff really drove me away from, uh, like, the Austin show and Chris Jericho. There's another one where there's a, you know, it's an hour and 45-minute show, but they really only talk for 25 minutes kind of deal. And I stopped. I mean, maybe they aren't yeah. that way anymore. I don't know, but I stopped listening to a lot of them because I couldn't take the, uh, you know. Now I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna flog some product that nobody wants, <laughs> that I don't know anything about, but they're paying me. So, here you go. Well, I mean, if I if I share that opinion, it'd be the pot calling the kettle black because I'll fuck him do a commercial for Kim Jong Un. If he pays oh, us. Oh, I so. would too. Don't get me wrong, but I don't blame anybody for not listening or fast forwarding through 20 minutes of commercials at the beginning of a show. Or if all you're yeah. flogging is your own, you know, your own material. I know why they do it, but it doesn't make for a great listening experience, is all I'm saying. Yeah. And it's easy to turn um, it's easy to turn off a podcast. One show that I I, I have checked out and I think is a, a good kind of a good listen, especially if you're a basketball fan. Uh, is the Low Post with Zach Lowe? Uh, it's pretty much the holy grail in terms of NBA podcast um, behind Wide Men Can't Jump, of course. Um, but um, yeah, that's, that's a Who, good one too. I, I hate this, but Zach Lowe is ringing a bell, but I can't think of who the fuck he is. He's like a uh, NBA insider. He's like Adrian Wojnarowski and guys like that. 
Have you contacted his ass to get him on with us or no? He is uh, very, very high in demand. <laughs> I don't fuck him. We'll beat him. Translation will have to get a bit bigger before he will be on our show. Uh, we'll just We're beat him. Away. Um, I have a, a, a lot. Ooh, sure. I like I like to listen to Joe Rogan. Uh, yeah, I never even thought of Joe, him. I don't. Really, I listen to him on YouTube, but I guess that's kind of the same thing. A recent episode I would recommend would be with, of all people, Mel Gibson, with a doctor who has an office in Panama who deals with stem cells and the crazy fucking healing power. It's legal in Panama to get this treatment, but it's buku bucks. But Mel's father, who was, uh, you know, I don't want to play spoiler in case you want to listen to it, but the reason Mel was there is because his father was 92 and in his deathbed, and he was very close with his father, and he brought him to this Panama, and he's going to be 100, and his dick still gets hard now, and he's walking and shit like that. So there's something to that. So uh, Rogan has a variety of guests from C.T. Fletcher, the crazy guy that uh, is a lifting maniac and says Hulk smash and et cetera, et cetera, and comics and, uh, you know, UFC, MMA guys. There's a lot of comics, and then he'll fire up like a lot of, like, scientist types. Right. So I like to listen to Joe. Um, I occasionally... What's that? I said fear is not a factor for Joe Rogan. Uh-huh. A little literal pun. Um, actually, actually, it is. He talked about how uh, he wouldn't. He just scared the shit out of him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I listen to occasionally if I scroll down and see the uh, guests or somebody that I. No, no, over. I'm a fan of. I'll listen to Jay Moore. And uh, I missed it, but he was fucking. He was an alcoholic. He's the guy from Jerry Maguire and also had a romantic comedy with Jennifer Aniston. But he's really just a comic from Verona, New Jersey, who is friends with the Jim Florentines and the uh, Jim Nortons of the world and does impressions and et cetera, et cetera. And he nailed, he became, he was an alcoholic and then became clean. And during his sobriety, he he ended up taking away Nikki, whatever her name is, from yeah, Bobcat Goldthwait. That she was like the redhead Pam Anderson of Tim and I's era. You know what yeah, the hell's her name? On, Nikki uh, who? Cox. Yes. No wonder I had a blackout on the last yeah, name. Yeah, no joke. Now, that's another soundbite, too, when I make you say that. Nate, you on that? Yeah, I'm on it. You get two you like, Tim? isolated Cox. saying, Cox. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she was on, worry, um, I want to say, a TV show called Vegas, I think it was. Where they were inside a con- uh, uh, inside workings of a casino or something like that. I'm she not showed sure. Off her, and she showed off her big boobies. And then wow. she was on some hor- horrible sitcom with, um, I can't even remember the 
where, where Bobcat played a talking teddy bear, I believe it was. The old man. Uh, the, ba- the old man would go into the basement and talk to the bear. It was horrible, but but it was on for a couple of years back in the day. But she was hotter than smoking hot. Anyway. Yeah, they had a couple kids, but I listened to a recent episode, and it, it. I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm not trying to spread fake news, but it sounded like Jay said no he's going through a divorce, or went through a divorce. So maybe they're not together anymore. They had a couple kids, I know, but hmm. anyway. Look, I listen to Jay Moore from men, time to time. Look out all men in wheelchairs. There's a woman available, and so is TR. So you men in wheelchairs have a chance. Ah, fuck you. <laughs> well, I'm gonna fucking. Right. I, I'm gonna switch my location on Plenty of Fish to West Virginia. I bet I'll hook a fucking like a largemouth bass on that fucking bitch. But anyway. <laughs> um. Don't make me bring your mother into this, Nate. No, stop. My poor mother. My no, poor mother. Bring. Bless her heart. Oh, we love your mother. I love Mother Bush very much. <laughs> great lady. Don't know her, but I great do. lady. I, I also, I don't listen to Corolla. I have, but I, it's not my thing. I uh, listen to the J.J. Reddick podcast. Which, when I called him out on Twitter, it's it's eerily similar dates to when he, from his Chronicles of Reddick podcast, last episode with Brian Colangelo, and I always talk about the Sixers being pain-in-the-ass, tight-lipped pricks, he stopped doing it, coincidentally. And then when I called it out and tagged him on Twitter, all of a sudden, new episodes started popping up. Coincidence? Maybe. Maybe. But maybe I'm not powerful. I would have to say anybody with the balls to name their podcast, even if with his name being Reddick, after the Chronicles of Riddick, is a pretty ballsy move to start with. Well, he's movies. from Zook, so I didn't like him until he got here. But he has Duke. a pretty good show. That explains it all, Duke. And I like that one. That's truthfully the only other real NBA podcast besides our own that I. Has anybody, anybody give ever time tried um, Jay Moore's uh, basketball Lakers. podcast? Yeah, I know he had or a Lakers too, podcast. Or is that too maybe too team centric for your tastes? I listened to one episode of his Lakers podcast, and it was not as good as Wide Men Can't Jump. Point blank. Well, okay, but, but what is? I mean, Pretty high bar, sir. Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I tried it. You'd really have to be, like, Nate and I talk Jay about the Sixers and, Sixers and Wolves, Nate and I talk about, but we also then have everything from fucking Karen to Bruce Pritchard to Frank from Flim Flon to T. Arnack to Shaq. Cetera, I'm just thinking so. that Jay Moore talking talking about the balls could be humorous, but maybe not. Maybe he has to be nice to them because he's because it's the official Lakers podcast. I noticed they make a point of saying that, so I don't know oh. if they maybe tow the if they tow the team line there. So it's probably not worth listening to if that's the case. I only listened to one episode and really couldn't give a comment because I don't remember the content too much. I just wanted to see if anybody was as good as us, and nobody yet I've listened to is in that regard. Um, Fair enough. Moving moving on, I love to listen to, if there's a good guest, Mark Marin. 
Um, I think that's about it outside of wrestling. Uh, Wrestling-wise, I think if you scroll through Cabana, whether you like them or not, I have to keep saying that because a lot of people don't like them. And a lot of, half of those people don't like them because Jim Cornette hates them because he's a comedy wrestler. And that's weird, like Tim, you said earlier. But uh, if you list, if you scroll on his list, you'll be amazed with the guests that he's spent an hour with and the open nature of their discussion. I do still, other than the episode that I was talked uh, in uh, from third party words falsely about the truth about Tom Robinson episode of the 605 Super Podcast. I still am a fan. I listened to Dr. David Schultz interview. I listened to uh, I think a top 10 was on that episode where Howard Baum's doing a pretty damn funny Morocco and uh, Scott Cornish is still doing his guys. So I listen to that still if there's reason to. Um, Cornette. I'm glad here and there. I'm glad you can. I'm glad you can listen to that show still because I I gave up. I had to unsubscribe. Well, I mean, part of me likes that, and part of me, you know, is like I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that, but I I would like to think that I was a uh, a big part of that show, and I think it was downplayed in my departure. And quite frankly. If Arcadian would have hosted Wide Men Can't Jump, which is now a fucking international sensation, uh, I'd have probably never left there. So everything happens for a reason or what have you. But True enough. Yeah. Uh, Cornet here and there, not as much as I used to because Tim's point, I don't care about gun nuts and Trump and all that kind of shit. I get pissed when people get killed and then it's over with. It sucks, but we won't torture these fucking idiots. We keep pampering them and giving them mentally ill pleas. And it, I, here, here, I don't even want to go because just talking about a show that goes political makes you go political. So here and there for Cornette. Uh, fascinating guy when he talks wrestling. Um, Pritchard and Conrad, I like those guys. Not every week guy, but, you know, when I'm chilling, I think thumbs up, good show. Uh, listen to Shivani once or twice. I really like what Conrad gets out of him. He's a pretty cool dude. Like, uh, like I never knew. I met Shivani several times, but I never knew that he had a deep-rooted "I want to fuck uh, Deborah McMichael" crush. So he's and kind of one of the guys. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that openness. So thumbs up to that I mean, show. He doesn't. I mean, he doesn't. <laughs> Yeah, she was. No, true enough. But she's she's up there too. Right. Kudos for that show. End is is over now, I believe. Yeah, I believe that. I'm not even. Yeah, something something was written on Twitter. I'm not sure. Well, he 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 only was ever doing it to pay for uh, his his daughter was getting married, and he did he they thought well here's a way to pay for it without him having to spend a dime, and apparently he was true to his word, and when he. The wedding was paid when they had enough money. He said he was done. So hmm. that's that's also fairly rare and says a lot about him if that's in fact true. Well, baseball guys would start too. 
Yeah, he does but baseball. He's got his full time. He's got his full time gig to go to, I suppose, too. But see if he comes back when his yeah. gig is up. Uh, I always listened, even during my six oh five tenure, to Jim Ross. Um, I did listen I, to him, but I had to stop. He he got to be too much. Jim Ross barbecue to, sauce. Jim Ross's book. Jim Ross's appearances. Jim Ross's this, which is all fine. But when the show is an hour and ten, and thirty-five minutes is you talking about what you're up to, I just can't. That's too much. And now he doesn't have a show anymore, apparently, or is waiting to go somewhere else. Well, he's on uh, podcast one. Coming back. Yeah, he's not on one. Westwood one. I think he's going um, to Westwood. You know, a, a guy from the neighborhood who's uh, who I kind of mentored at one point. Uh, spread his wings a la Ian Rigabani. He went to Monster Factory, Factory seminars, and somehow he ended up producing the Conan show and him and Disco Inferno and Conan. I like listening to Conan talk, even though if it's um, factually correct or his opinion or whatever. He's just a slick-talking dude, so I dig that show. Um, he don't back down either, which I kind of no, like he doubles, him if he, he doubles down. He, yeah, he's quite content to, okay, you don't like me, you hate me, I don't care. <laughs> Whatever. Right. So I you like those guys. Um, yeah, here's a shocker. Maybe not to you guys, since uh, I, I may have either told you or uh, you might be able to tell by my recent uh, busting on New Japan. I, not every show, but one or two of Vince Russo's show, I think, is funny and good. Vince Russo's shows. I can't um, say I have not listened to, uh, he does the one that has, uh, I don't mind the one that has uh, Disco Inferno on it. Yeah, I like that one. The, I, I, they kind of got the play the going, one. but... I despise the one that has. I despise the one that has Vito Lagrasso on. That that dude is. Yeah, I can't listen to that, and I can't listen to any of the ones where Vince starts to talk about God or any of that stuff because I'm done. It's just I don't. That's not why I listen to your stuff. I don't want to hear your personal. You know, like he had a whole 45 minutes on how the WWE screwed him, and he's been. He he's he's lived with. uh, How did he put it? Um, basically that he had been bullied his entire life. And it's like, uh, dude, that, you're a multi-millionaire, dude. Come, come lay some of that bullying over my way, will you? Yeah, really. Let me get bullied for that amount of money. Like I, uh... Good. And I also don't like uh, that he takes credit for everything good and washes away anything bad that he may have had any part of was, wasn't really him. It was somebody else. Well, for all. I'll leave it there. <laughs> uh, it ended up a bad idea, but I, I got to admit, when it came on, I was like, cool, I'll get to see who's who's going to knock the fuck out of JBL because he used to pick on everybody. But uh, in hindsight, the, obviously. The idea was okay. It was the, uh, the, rules. the way that they went about doing it that was stupid. It yeah. should have occurred to somebody that somebody was going to get hurt doing that, but... Shoot fighting on a wrestling show. Just not a good idea to me. No, but 
Neither was. See, it, it was it was it was exactly the opposite of 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 his booking. He always says he books to the casual fan, but that the only people that liked that were goobers like me, who knew that certain guys were supposed to be tough and wanted to see if they really were. And the regular audience could give two fucks, and the boys got hurt, so it was really a bad idea altogether. But anyway, if they would have um, worked those fights, if they would have worked those fights, it would have been all right. But they didn't. So, so yeah, I'll listen to some of his once in a while. Uh, I already mentioned Cabana's when he has a, a good guest, or I'll scroll through his old shit and get somebody way can before I, they were in WWE. I can't tell can you one that on I that, can't you know? listen to. Oh, go ahead, sorry. I'm sorry, I want to comment on that. Whether you like Colt Cabana or you don't, and I'll go ahead and tell you, um, I have no issues with him. Like, I'm not going to come out here and say that I love the guy. I think he's a good wrestler, he's a good commentator, but he's, he's not one of those guys that I'm going to, like, oh, I have to watch this or I have to hear this. But if you do any sort of wrestling podcast or you like wrestling podcasts, you owe you owe Car- uh, easy for me to say you owe Colt Cabana a debt of gratitude because he started it. As far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he might not have been the first, but he was definitely the first full time to make it a thing. Yeah. Uh, so I agree. Um, it wasn't. Kenny Bolden? Kenny may have started before, God knows, but it wasn't a thing. Sorry, Kenny. 17 seasons, 26 billion downloads? Uh, 26 billion pre-downloads? I also... He's one guy I I can listen to him, but that god-awful family of his, my God, can I not listen to those two? Um... He, uh, I'm not going to talk anything. Like, Ken, Kenny is not too bad if he's telling stories, and he leaves it at that. But as soon as they start going anywhere else, and then he brings on that Myra or whatever the hell her name is, and then it starts to go to politics and all that, too, and then I was just like, nope, click, done. They don't bother me. Fair, Fair enough. Yeah, uh, I do. I do listen I a, to Austin. I was, a, I was a political science major. They don't bother me at all. <laughs> I do listen to Austin and Jericho based on their guest. If it's a wrestling guest, or that's pretty much it, unless it's like a a CT Fletcher yeah, or uh, if Jericho I don't need to hear has what's fucking, going on at the at the ranch where he's got his yeah, handyman or yeah. whatever the fuck he is. For an hour yeah, talking about if, what's going on. If Jericho <laughs> has on the fucking bass player from Winger, I'm not tuning in. But yeah, well, that's not, um, not your thing, right? So that's not why you'd listen to Chris Jericho. But Chris is kind of a multimedia sort of guy these days. Not quite sure what world he wants to live in. Well, he's trying to live in both of them, I guess. Well, I mean, I bust on Jericho because he was very political and pushed his power and his friendship with Vince McMahon to beat guys like AJ Styles clean in the middle when they were on the ascension, no pun intended with the tag team. Uh, he he always made sure he got the pin uh, after 
Fandango where the, the, the powers that be forced that pin on him, but he was very angry about it. So he used his political power and his friendship with Vince to veto a lot of shit behind the scenes, which I didn't like from a 47-year-old guy. But to put into perspective that he had a good match in Japan, not the greatest match of all time, but a good match with Kenny Omega, at 47, Andre the Giant was dead at 46. And look at, I mean, obviously the situation is different with Acromegali or however it's pronounced. Uh, but a 46-year-old Andre the Giant, if you, if you look at him or tapes of him at WrestleMania three, and compare it to a, a now approaching 48 Jericho who could do a half hour is pretty pretty amazing. Yeah, he's in uh, he's in pretty good shape, I must. Admit, not a lot of fun. And he still he still drinks and so forth with the boys, so that's pretty hard to do with all that constant travel, yeah, drinking. He is, keeping he is shape. Yeah, true. And so finally, I, I forgot. Call. Finally, one I forgot is is the childhood friends Jay Riso and Adam Copeland, aka Edge and Christian. Their podcast of awesomeness makes me laugh <laughs> most of the time. I, when they speak I did listen to one other. after you recommended it before, and I do have to admit it, it was it was pretty funny. Those two yeah, they just, have great chemistry they're good, they're good together. they know each other. Yeah, they're good and, together. And they get a they get a, a they've had Orton, Cena, et cetera. They get the top the creme de la creme of the wrestling business. So I'd recommend those guys too. But they're all secondary to Wide Men Can't Jump or any show on this network. Whether it be hockey, wrestling, WMM, the flagship baby. NBA show, etc. The Wide Man Network. Nobody <laughs> can touch us. Somebody get on a We're somebody get on trademark and logo. So that already that, got that, a trademark logo. That's what I would to come. To, so. Tom Robinson's Wide Man Sex Hour. No. Lord. That, I, I actually have, I actually have a uh, starring Tom Robinson bottle. and Ruth Westelheimer. I I used to like Doctor Ruth's uh, appearances on Carson and Letterman, where she would talk a little Say bit about the, pe- the penis. She would say, "The penis? penis? And you take the penis? As long as nobody actually, gets hurt, uh, go ahead and do it." Pop for that. That was her advice um, to everything. Yeah, and, uh, you know, uh, with the can I, get, can I, I go R for a second? Am I allowed to go R for a brief moment? What's R mean? Uh, X-rated. Can I go X-rated on the show? Why not? No, 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 no. It's in regards to Dr. Ruth and a um, Sam Kinison joke about Dr. Ruth. No, go ahead. I I I was a fan of Sam. Oh, that he was. Life. He used to do it in his stand-up. That uh, he was always amazed that a little tiny woman like that could be a sex expert, because he was pretty sure that she might have a place to pee from, but she didn't have a vagina. <laughs> and then he went on to say that, well, sure, there's something down there, but I imagine that it looks like an old used grilled cheese sandwich. God. <laughs> which he then, which then he went on to say, he says, "You're not laughing now, but you wait 
until the next time you see a grilled cheese sandwich, you're going to laugh your ass off. So, so you have that to look forward to now. You know, you're probably going to go and order one up tomorrow from somewhere just to see it. I've had, I've had enough. Look at the uh, cheese! You know, look at the cheese! I've had enough female partners where uh, some have resembled you some. Uh, some have resembled some old fucking hanging roast beef. You know the beef curtain, and, as they say, up, and, up north. Yeah, but I'm talking like lunch meat roast beef, the kind that's like in pans at the Super Bowl with, uh, you know, a little hot pans. The fruit, pans roll, the fruit and, roll up. And it does not taste anything like those scrumptious uh, roast beef sandwiches. It tastes like <laughs> fucking garbage. And uh, yeah, uh, a man uh, must do what a man must do. Hey, like uh, that uh, exactly. Our, our battery acid. It's terrible. Um, I was thinking about. Uh, oh God! I started. For some something. reason, my for some reason my mind wanders. I don't know how much time we have left, but it's fifteen. Um, we got fifteen minutes left. All right, I was on the treadmill today, and I've I dated that one girl from Africa who was smoking hot. And I went out with several black women and whatnot, and I noticed that uh, it's hard. It's like a four-leaf clover finding a black girl that's into external clitoral stimulation as opposed to, you know, uh, penetration. Um, And also at the gym, the, the reason this subject came in my fucked up head is because I was doing cardio, and I saw a black chick with great tits, which it's seemingly the percentage of black chicks with great tits is way higher than white chicks or Asians or any other fucking ethnicity. Maybe Hispanic is up there, but um, the black chicks, like most, have great tits, and their men just want, I want to hit that ass. I like that big ass. And I like that big tits. So a recent... Hold on, hold on. A recent a recent example. A recent example was a, a woman about uh, who who shall remain anonymous and it's not that recent, but you know, someone I used to work with, a female, uh dark skinned African American, has fucking great hooters. If you put them on a white girl you'd be like I don't know, I'm trying to give you an example like uh they look they're so nice that they look like uh implants, put it that way. Are the Kate Upton-like titties? Yeah, there you go. That's a great example. Um, Mm -hmm. But, I mean, you know, she doesn't have the full figure that uh, Kate Upton does, but the the boobs is dead on, except they're chocolate. So, anyway, uh, when I I lose my uh, sensibility about trying to get from my place of anger and anxiety and I'm, and I'm letting loose and, and letting the uh, romance flow and certain uh, endorphins and so forth fly around and I start to lose myself, I lose myself in boobs. I love boobs and I love sucking on them. So uh, note, note, note to the listener, if, if you get a black chick, especially when you're getting up there in age with, like me and you have and your little TR doesn't just stand at attention anymore so quickly, 
And when he does, he doesn't stand for a very long time unless you're actively engaging in an activity. So I was trying to engage in the activity of of mouthing these wonderful breasts and and this 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 lady in uh, I'm referring to grabbed under my armpits and pulled me upwards in the middle of my flow which totally limped me out it made me fucking a wet noodle down there uh because she's like what you want milk motherfucker fuck me and no, wait a minute, wait till I'm done with your tits. I ain't fucking you now yet. Who are you saying, would I want milk? Oh, God. But, I mean, so, no to, to white men who like black chicks for whatever reason. You're going to have to pound that shit, and if, if, if you're lucky, you'll only spend, you'll spend like five minutes on the boobs if they're, if they're in a good mood, but they, they just take, their boobs for granted, and they're so fucking wonderful, most of them. Nipples perfect and everything else. It's just... It's mind-boggling. She said, and I quote, What you want, milk? Fuck me, motherfucker. No, I'm not yet. I'm not ready. Let it tee off. These great pits. Yeah. I just had to... uh, Flip the script a little bit and educate those out there who, you know, may have always now. wanted to take that leap. And, you know, they don't want you. They don't. They don't want you to eat them out. At least the ones I've dealt with. They don't want you to eat them out for long either. Just enough to get. They want to get slammed. Okay, so and, there, you have a little bit of. Uh, you have some oral advice from Tr. Some tall on titties, which you can never know enough about that. Yeah, if, if you're a white boy, if you're a white boy with a sister, if you're a white boy with a sister, you gotta hammer that shit. You can't be all foreplay like a white chick likes. You need some game, apparently. No, you well, just need to be I don't like black slam. women that much because I got no game. So, hell, man, the palm sisters don't even want to date me anymore. Uh, well. I mean, I talk a good game too, but I'm I'm laying in bed. <laughs> well, I don't even I don't even to... bother talking a good game anymore. <laughs> I had a good game once upon a time. I think uh, I've got kids, so I must have some kind of game at least. Nate Bush, you want to talk? You want to talk about a sound clip gold mine? That entire story is just one little T R. Beautiful. I well, we got a. Little TR could be on the on the, in the top seven, or the stupid seven. It's just it's. It, well, I mean, how do you feel about the name, the stupid seven? I I I, I, like I, I put that I put stupid in front of it because I like stupid humor. That's actually a compliment. But I mean, I don't know if if Josh or Karen or the real human beings involved, other than the characters, will like being part of the stupid seven. So I don't know. Maybe the title yeah, is I not. Yeah, I suppose concrete. there's a there's a difference between. Uh, quote unquote made up and people who are kind of being themselves to some degree I guess but it's all stupidity because I mean in a in a right in a complimentary way it's it's funny when Josh yells in the background and bitches about the Mavericks (laughs) it's hilarious (laughs) 
And it's fucking funny when Karen uh, doesn't act like Danny Ozark. She acts like Karen Coleman and talks about her boyfriend Mark and stuff. It's, uh, you know, everybody and the characters, etc. It's Tony, stupid uh, if we... Go ahead. We could do we could be politically correct, but I don't want to go that way. It's up to you guys, but uh and say just the top seven or the whatever. Well, the only the thing about seven. it is, is if if you're gonna to continue to have big time hosts, which I might add you have reached unparalleled levels in the guest department, short of having actual players on or coach or something. You that's know, you got you gotta make sure that that's not too raw that it doesn't drive people away from wanting to be on the show. Well, I mean, it's preliminary. Maybe it'll be. Uh, it's it's all it's all in my mind because we have two hours now as opposed to one, and it'll kind of we'll be to, like. Uh, we'll have to work that out a bit more, but it's a good idea. We, we need to do it in some form somewhere. I think anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's up with you two? I've told my story. I like to blow Nate Bush. Uh oh, there's another sound, but. Oh, they're everywhere today. You were quoting him, but it didn't sound like it. You kind of came out in one sentence. Uh, was I quoting him? Uh, well, soundbite will tell. You never know. Mm-hmm. Soundbite never lies. I've got to check out here. i got the fiancé laying next to me, and we got a baby doctor appointment tomorrow, so you guys can well, we only got We only got six minutes tomorrow. left, you. Surely you can hold on for six more minutes. Six minutes, doggy fresh no. your own. Uh, oh. I really, oh. I gotta go. I gotta go. Mm-hmm. She's, she's tired, and I'm keeping her awake, so I gotta, I gotta hop out. Oh, all right. Well, off you go. Uh, Tr, I'll wrap her up. Oh, Stay night. Have a good one, night. There he goes. There he goes. Which, sadly, Nate's connection was shit tonight. I couldn't understand I know, quite the, a bit the, of what he was saying. Everything, so everything comes out became of, clearer as soon as that, that clicked. Well, I think he might. He's he's at his fiance, so he might have been on the cell phone. That might have been part of the problem there. I'm actually on the landline. Uh, I got part yeah, of I that. Yeah, I can tell. Uh, your your cell phone issue. is pretty good, usually, but uh, his cell phone isn't as good. He seems to be a little bit... Mind you, he's also... In the land of mountains and hollers, there, so his reception isn't always the greatest. Yeah, so we it's got, such uh, a five weird. And a, we got five and a half minutes. Uh, any anything else you want to spit out quick before we wrap this up and let everybody go to bed and talk about our lunacy tomorrow? Well, I mean, I'll just I can double back to what I what I said earlier. But I really want um, I, I don't I I forget the number of followers I have on Twitter. It goes up and down. It's it's over a couple thousand. It might be twenty nine hundred. I don't know. I, I might I might be off base. I don't know. But I want. I think more. you do quite a few. I do want more. So if you're listening to this fucking nonsense, I write stupider shit, and sometimes I write serious points on there. So uh, it's at T R Shock spelled so. S H O T R S H O C K, and that was my pro wrestling manager name, 
and uh, I had a few matches as a wrestler, uh, more than a few, but less than a lot. So uh, <laughs> I've never seen you wrestle. I have seen you in your manager role. I have seen well, some footage of that. The one guy uh, had it up on Dino Sign, a tag match I did with Harley Lewis in 2012, my last in-ring performance was against the Big Dogs for the WWWA Tag Team Championships. Now, Harley worked Japan, Memphis, Puerto Rico. He had WWE tryout. He worked Bradshaw on WWE, etc. He's a hell of a worker, was. I mean, he's kind of semi-retired. Um, the Big Dogs, they were pretty good, too. And I was not... I was not very good. Um, well, at least you're honest about it. I they asked me if you know they were the champs and we had no problem putting them over. Um, we drank a case of beer on the way up to Gilbertsville, Pennsylvania. We had a a guy driving us named Ian who always his fantasy was to be our manager. So we made him our manager if he drove, which he did. And Hat Guy, the famous John Bailey from ECW, was the Big Dogs manager. Uh, and it it was on YouTube, the Big Dogs versus the Misfits, that Harley used to team with Derek Domino. I just slid into that spot because I managed them, so I became the Misfit with Harley. And we wrestled in jeans, and, and I, I actually wore the boots of, God, I forget the Lucha guy's name. He's He's passed away. Ah, uh, fuck. They fit perfect, though. I wish I could work like him, but Harley had his boots for some reason. And I wore his boots with, uh, we wore jeans and a cut-off shirt so we could show our ink and our big biker-looking arms and matching uh, bald heads and bandanas. We did a biker gimmick. And and they were the the, the big dogs. Anyway, if you just watch the match and not know that I suck, uh, it's it ain't a bad match, but the guy took it down to put it up, so I don't know where it's at. But um, but if you watch me, you you if you watch just me, you'll know that I suck when I tell you I suck. But if you were just to watch the tag team, it wasn't a bad match. You know what I mean? But before the match, they have a finisher and they they have a weird name for it, which I don't recall. And they asked if I would take it because we were putting them over. And Harley was obviously the veteran of us as far as in-ring. And, you know, I wouldn't ask. He he, he bladed, too. Harley gave, like, we, we didn't get paid enough for all that action. But he really, they, he made it a good match. But um, I said no. And I wasn't saying it as a prima donna. I was saying it because the sound of it, I didn't think I could just take it. <laughs> I don't want to get hurt. I didn't care about me. I cared about fucking up their finish. So I said, no, Harley better do that. And it turned out all it was was a double pedigree. If they'd have said that to me, I'd have been like, yeah, fine. <laughs> you know what, all right. So that changed the way well, we laid out the match. And it made me the guy who got the hot tag. But I, in my, even in 2012, I was so out of shape that I don't like to leave my feet that much. So my hot tag was like three clotheslines. I didn't, you know, do nothing. In some matches before, I at least, I had a little <laughs> baby drop kick or, 
you know, I could take a hip toss or take a high backdrop or something way back when. But this was Come just up. close on, close on, close on. The man. Uh, anyway. anyway. We're, we're down to, we're wrap around, we're, we're down to 30 seconds, so. All right, well, we lost, so WWWA, Big Dogs vs. Misfits, if you can find it, you can see how awful I was in my last match. All right, so before we wrap her up, tomorrow I'll be on at uh, 2 Eastern, 12 Mountain with Wide Men Can't Score. Wednesday, 8 p.m., Wide Men Can't Jump, don't miss it. Everybody have a good day tomorrow and uh, finish us off, Tom. I gotta figure a way to say this out, but say this regularly, but peace! We're out of here.